0: Hello and welcome to the Electronic Wireless Show, a PC gaming podcast. This is episode 100 and I am Alice Bell and to mark the occasion I've decided to do this entire podcast with a funny voice. <laughs> Joining me today is the naturally funny voice of Matthew Castle. Hello. And Sid Meyer.
1: Hi, I made the Civilization Games. You're
0: welcome. How did do- <laughs> Did you make them all yourself, every single one of them?
1: Uh, well, my name's in the title, isn't it? I think you can draw your own conclusions.
0: This is true. This is very fair. You've made many games.
1: I, yeah, I've made tons. I like pirates as well and uh, space. <laughs> <Remember> <laughs> it's Alpha, and sir. it's yeah. an
2: honour, It's an honour to meet you.
0: For clarity's sake, we should say this is Nate Crowley, Rock Paper Shotguns reviews editor. Hello. Um, and we're, we are going to do something special for this episode. Uh, Alice Bell is on holiday, by the way. Uh, I am Graham Smith. Um, but Nate, do you want to set up what we're going to do?
1: Yeah, well, a hundred's a very special number, really. Um, so we thought we'd do something one hundred themed, and so I thought we would give. A score out of 100, which is ironic because RPS doesn't usually give scores, to all of PC gaming. Um, so we're going to review PC games as a concept and come up with a definitive percentage score.
0: <laughs> and, and we're going to do this by uh, giving reviews to 100 games?
1: Yeah, there, there is a methodology
0: yeah uh we're not so sure. scientific.
1: Yeah yeah, absolutely. I wrote down loads of PC games that I could think of and we're gonna get as far down the list as we can in the next 90 minutes until we've done 100 <laughs> and we're, we're gonna agree a consensus um very quickly on each one to get a score out of a hundred. I've made a special spreadsheet, so when we're done, it is going to average that score, uh, and and we'll know the truth.
0: That's that's how long it it takes to review an entire medium—about ninety minutes to two hours, maybe.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. We could probably oh, do yeah. films in twenty minutes.
0: Any longer, <laughs> and you're being self-indulgent. I think. Agreed. <laughs> Speaking of self-indulgence, let's play the theme gin. Problem is that the the fade out on it is much too quick to elegantly overlap. I mean, I just stopped pretty much instantly when I pressed the button. Perfect. Well, there we go. So you got your reviewing gloves on. I have. I've got my uh, my reviewing visor. Ooh.
1: So I've uh, I've put these into a random order. Uh, I right clicked and. Uh, in well not excel but google sheets behind uh behind baseball is that what alice usually says inside baseball (laughs) inside baseball and i did uh (laughs) oh that's weird yeah right clicked and randomized range so these are coming at you in a completely random order Uh, but it's going to start us off with a biggie what were you going to suggest
0: well i was going to say we should say that matthew and i have not got this list in front of us so there's going to be surprises along the way we're going to do this off the cuff
2: i hope i've played some of these (laughs) and
1: oh what if there's a game in there that isn't real (laughs) (laughs) who knows who knows anything could happen all right let's start with uh, i think a favorite of of graham's actually half-life
0: um the best game ever when i was 14 years old there we go. That's my review of Half-Life.
1: So if you're twenty-eight now, then if it got hundred percent when you were fourteen, um and you're you're twenty-eight, I'm pretty
2: sure, so if that's a fifty percent <laughs> Yeah, what's the half life of a review score?
0: Oh uh, now,
2: there we get to
0: it. <laughs> okay, I I made that exact joke in when I reviewed Black Mesa, the oh. remake mo- Thing standalone uh, a couple of months ago stealing all your good material
1: um okay well we rich- can get scientific here if you'd had to give a um an out of 100 review score to black mesa what mm-hmm. mesa mesa uh what would you have given it 83 strong
0: like so half-life one was a 96 in pc gamer in 1998 and, and ninety six was the highest review score we ever gave. There were other games that got ninety six, um, but Half Life was one of them. Uh, and so I like I, I think it's it's fallen down into being like a high high seventies, low eighties sort of game now. Well,
1: yeah, because you were saying some of the some of the design notes have just been left behind by decades of progress, right?
0: Yeah, the stuff in there that was kind of ropey but you saw past it or didn't notice it the first time around but now with 20 years of design progress you do it they stick out
1: can you think of any one feature of that game you think will never be beaten
0: no. <laughs> no. Everything in it will be beaten or has been beaten. Like, if you're talking about... I don't, I, I don't think you should, like, take works of art and compare them in a competition generally, which is why we don't give scores on RPS normally. Um, but, no, like, there, there is no part of Half-Life that I think, oh, that's best in class and will never be beaten.
2: The sound effect of the, um, the healing machines. Oh, that's a strong one. I like that
1: lad who goes for you who's like a big roast turkey with a squid on the front
0: <laughs> see the healing machine noise is great and I think Valve know that because they reuse a bunch of their sounds across different games but the sound in Half-Life Alyx where you go up to a healing machine and it crushes that bug first like there's a living creature you plug oh, into yeah. it and it is <laughs> it crushes it into a paste that then gets injected into your fingers that's that's a better noise Well, that sounds heavy. Yeah, it is good.
1: All right, then. So we'll say 83 plus one for the squid chicken guy and one for the sound effects. So 85? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, one down, 99 to go. Binding of Isaac.
2: (laughs) Uh, Made me feel quite ill. So I only played it for about an hour but my brother-in-law has played it for 800 hours. Um, That's...
0: So it must be good.
1: (laughs) It's really gross, (laughs) isn't it?
2: Like,
0: it's proper grim. It's just, it's like, I don't know, like Robotron for goths.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot of poop in that game. It's a poopy sort of squishiness and unpleasantness.
0: Well, you are, like, aren't you playing as a... You're not a fetus, are you? You're just like a wee boy shooting tears at people.
1: Yeah, yeah, but there's all like there's loads of fetuses in the law and stuff. I tell you, once you've had any brushes with reproductive health issues, it becomes pretty sombre quite quickly. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, I mean, There's
2: a quote <sighs> for the books,
1: yeah, it's a good um in terms of being a compulsive. You know, Dungeon Runner, it's pretty good. As you say, people who tend to like it tend to put hundreds of hours in. My mate Joe from university um, went to visit him a couple of years ago, and he's just, he has a PC, like, tucked away in a corner of his flat that basically just plays Binding of Isaac. He's he's a very very reasonable man, Uh, but he just, uh, you know, sinks sinks hours into this tear blaster.
0: Well, her own Alice O'Connor loves it. I think she's put hundreds of hours into it, and at points, I think has had every single achievement in the game. But then they expand it, and she she has to go back for more. But I think you know she was playing it every day for years. So like, it deserves some credit for that. I don't, I don't personally play it or particularly like it. But S-
2: sounds like a classic seven out of ten to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've enjoyed watching a lot of people play it on youtube i do find it's a good game to watch i find bullet hells very stressful but it's uh strangely relaxing
0: i mean <laughs> the thing you said about being grim if you've had any reproductive health issues i feel like that's got to impact it yeah <laughs> like, I think on that... the band scale between that on one side and quite relaxing to watch on twitch on the other i feel like you gotta go like six out of ten <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's an anchor in one hand and a feather in the other, isn't it? I'm going to say 58. All right. (laughs) Sounds good. Yeah. Powerful. Okay, Matthew, I'm going to throw this Frisbee right in your mouth. Divinity Original Sin 2.
2: Stunning. Amazing. Powerful. Emotional. Uh, i probably say this because I've been playing it for an hour a week for the last two years um, with my former VidBud colleague, Alice, Uh, It's a really weird way to consume a game, you know, just playing an hour a week for a video Let's Play. Um, And because of that, it's become, like, intertwined with real life. Uh, You know, it's weaving through the history of the last two years, uh, but removing that... I love the idea of a RPG with all this mad systemic stuff in it with like the elemental surfaces and the kind of the the crazy rules and the workarounds you can work out. Um, Some people don't like the tone of Larian's games, but uh, for me, I think they're a a, a really interesting marriage of sandbox and the more crafted uh, sort of handmade stories of RPGs. I I think it's an RPG masterpiece um well, it's, it's probably one of my favorite games
1: i find the skeleton man extremely entertaining
2: oh he's good he's very yeah very smarmy fane. um i like that there is a skeleton man i like that there's a skeleton man who loves all the poison that all the human characters hate yeah
1: I love, oh it heals him doesn't it yeah
2: yeah and i love that you can if you mess up story and kill a character by accident, you can get an elf to eat their body and like relive their memories to basically fill in the gaps. Uh, it's it's a great game. Everything about that game is fun and funky. I really love it.
1: Oh, I need to go back. The Red Prince needs me.
2: I got to. What's
1: that big city like? About two thirds of the way through, where it's just. Well, like... It's a big city.
2: in ends that you go to. Yeah, uh, dr- your driftwood is 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 about the halfway point, which is like a little coastal town.
1: No, I think I'd got to Arcs, and it was uh, I could see a lot of a, a big wadger of gameplay ahead of me, so I paused, and uh, that was eighteen months ago. So I do need to go back, but I really enjoyed what I played. Gra- Graham, have you um, have you had any brushes with Divinity?
0: Not with Original Sin 2. I liked Divinity Dragon Commander, where you could fly around on an airship, marry a skeleton, and then turn into a dragon. That was quite fun. Uh, I don't think you can do any of those things in Original Sin 2, though, which I feel like is points off.
2: Oh, no. There is a dragon. You can free a dragon, then he nukes some people a bit later for you. And the dragon sounds a bit like a very sad Alan Rickman. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) I'm also
1: pretty sure the character I was playing had a really awkward hand job off the skeleton.
2: <laughs> that can or I dreamt it. Well that can that, there's a lot of like you can bed the skeleton and it's it's it they kind of really gloss over how, how that works.
1: <laughs> but the way they're awkward afterwards was hilarious. Um so you can sort of marry a skeleton.
2: Yeah. Yeah. we ended up having a, a very awkward lesbian encounter which playing with alice like both of us were like this probably breaks all kind of hr rules (laughs) that we're (laughs) that we're here kind of talking about this uh it was super awkward i felt like a dad watching something with their daughter it was it was super weird (laughs) Um, (laughs) so that was good
1: (laughs) is it better than half-life
2: yes different (laughs) yes
1: I think the only fair thing we can do
2: is give it another 85. <laughs> I'd have made a case for a 94, but uh, listen. if, if you I, think,
0: <laughs> I will allow Divinity Original Sin 2 to go higher than Half-Life. Like Half-Life was, was a 96 on release. It's decreased. I think Original Sin 2 is a more recent game. It probably deserves more.
1: All right. How about uh, 91?
2: Uh, yeah, fine. Yeah, Brilliant. sounds good oh man you gotta pick up the pace Nate
1: <laughs> yeah well let's let's smash through uh black and white a uh, big monkey on a rope um it might might have its own mind might not um seemed really really innovative a lot of hype wasn't actually that much cop uh, after you'd played it for a couple of days and gotten over the novelty I'm gonna start off and say in retrospect probably like
0: a 56. Yeah, that sounds about right to me. I mean, I liked petting the monkey. I liked when the monkey would poo on my villagers' houses. I did not like that stupid song the sailors were singing where you fixed their fucking boat for them. Um, <laughs> my mum well, told yeah. me off for punching the
2: monkey too much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually
1: laugh at euphemisms,
2: but I mean mean that too.
1: (laughs) That's cheered me up enough. I'm going to suggest we give it 58.
0: Nice, sounds good.
1: Factorio, the big game about big machines, uh, that is, I think, uh, either it's it's about to finally come out, isn't it, in its finished form.
0: Yeah, it is, which I thought it had come out ages ago. But yeah, Same. it's about to leave early access. I played it once, sat down to play it, and suddenly it was six hours later. And I felt bad and uninstalled it and never went back. I would give it 10 out of 100, because I don't think people should go near it. I think it's a trap.
1: Yikes. Wow, that's a that's a searing take. I, um, it makes me feel very clever, because um, it's all these little inductions that you do, these tiny little bits of reasoning, and then you sit 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 back and look, and you've made this massive continent-covering machine that makes you feel like a god. So I'm going to say... Uh, but he's dreary as hell. Um, so a dreary god. A dreary god, yeah. Sort of a, like um, the machine god of Warhammer 40K, who I can't imagine as much of a laugh. I'm going to say 72. Sounds great sounds good okay oh terraria there's an interesting one i looked up the sales figures for terraria um it's one of the biggest pc games ever like massive
2: yeah terraria was one of those crazy ones where for years on mags you'd get emails from prs going do you want to cover terraria and you'd be like nah it's all right i've never heard of it and then the (laughs) the next thing you know it's one of the biggest games in the world and you're like whoops (laughs) we should have been on top of that
1: Oh, I think
0: it's guff though.
2: Is Minecraft
0: it, is- for polygon phobics: zero out of hundred. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Matthew, are you going to dredge its score up?
2: Uh, no, I'm I'm fine with that.
1: <laughs> oh, I I think. It would seem really vicious of us to, to start dropping the nils at this <laughs> point. I'm, I'm going to, you know, as the adjudicator, as I seem to be now, um, which means I'll get the blame for the final score, uh, I'm going to say, like, 27. Um, okay. there's, there's nothing really it can do that, that Minecraft can't, for me at least, um, which is a huge generalization, but that's what today's about. <laughs> LOL! Uh, by which I mean League of Legends.
0: Delta for casuals, 50 out of 100.
1: Yeah, that scans. That scans. uh, I haven't actually played myself. I've watched Matt play a fair bit. It looks hectic. But then all MOBAs look hectic to me. I'm a slow man.
2: What do you think, Matthew? Uh, Yeah, I'm very much of the too-hectic-for-me crowd. So,
1: because it's not to our personal
2: tastes...
1: Let's just both sit like two burly men on one end of the seesaw
2: and push it down to 40. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds fair.
1: Another fair decision. Uh, Team Fortress 2.
0: Um, one of the best multiplayer shooters ever. Uh, and yeah. 90. Still holds up today. You can throw a jar of piss at a man. Lots of fun subclasses. They updated it really well over the years. It's the characters are cracking in
1: it as well. They're just lovable, aren't they?
0: Yeah, really lovely art style that still holds up, even though the game's
1: 13 years old at this point. And of course, we lost the voice of the soldier recently. Mm. Which yeah, we did, which is sad. owes it some a uh, bit of a score in, increase out of genuine respect, I'd say. <laughs> but um, I don't know if, if we can go above 90 again. Matthew, what do you reckon?
2: Uh, I I don't have much of a history with this game so I really do have to defer to you I, I, I played it on the orange box on the 360 which I don't think is really how you, <laughs> how it was intended to be played um, I
1: feel like it's it's been lacking support for a very long time and a lot of people play it because it still stands up but that doesn't mean it's the game it should be I'm going to say 82
0: Oh, you got to go higher than that, it was supported for like a decade with regular content updates it's so it's incredibly deep game, lots of variation, really generous free to play model that they switched to um over the last few years, and like a lot of the, unlike a lot of these games, you can still go and play it now without being completely destroyed by a bunch of pros. Like it's still got a community, and it's still kind of chaotic enough that that you can play it as a newbie and have fun. I and think it's got to just- be at least eighty nine.
1: Just remembered how funny that very, very muscular Australian man is in in the lore for it and the fake comics they did where he stabbed a load of apes. Uh it's very funny. Okay, ninety. Let's sit it on sit God, it on the I didn't realise
2: there was a Team Fortress lobbyist on this podcast.
1: <laughs> he's, he's a Valve Lord, it's it's great.
2: <laughs> the Valve Lord. He's right. a Valve fanboy.
1: Here's some quick ones. World of tanks, who cares?
0: I like World of Tanks. Angry angry houses, sat atop hilltops, looking forlornly over our scenery while they wreak havoc upon it. It's lovely.
1: Actually, to be fair, I've never played World of (laughs) 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 Tanks. Have you, Matthew?
2: Uh, i played a couple of hours on Xbox, um, got shot a lot by other tanks, decided I wouldn't like to live in a World of Tanks. All
1: right, then, Graham, to... you give it a score, and Matthew, you can move it up to five in either direction. <laughs> okay.
2: 80. 75.
1: <laughs> there we go. That was World of Tanks. Days. Or should I say Day-Z? Um, Or Day I,
0: I had a kind of really interesting experience with Daisy when it f- was first a mod, and it was... An e- an incredible nightmare to get working it took me like an entire day to get working and to connect to servers and i've had a bunch of different experiences in it some of which were incredible and memorable some of which were just like walking for three hours while nothing happened whatsoever and then i starved to death or drowned um i would say 70.
1: That's in my exact experience with it as well um which i quite enjoyed at the time but as the years have gone by all of these sort of forever development survival janky things have sort of blurred into one for me and i find it quite hard to pick out from the crowd i'd say probably uh, 63
2: i'm happy with either of those scores to be honest i just like the anecdotes people tell me from the game it's one of those good anecdote generators
0: my, my favorite was Chris Livingston, who decided he was going to play the game, and if he died, he wouldn't ever be allowed to play the game ever again. Uh, and he wrote that as an article, like a two part article series for us. And he did indeed die and has never played Daisy since, as far as I know. How long did he Which, last? Not that long. <laughs> and he died in a kind of super frustrating way.
1: <laughs> I, so, what did you give it again, Graham?
0: I give it 70, you give it 63, but to be honest, you make a good point. Um, let's go with 63.
2: 63. All right, Cossacks. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm just going to put my hand up and say I have no opinion on Cossacks.
0: <laughs> uh, I never played it. I like their outfits. 64.
1: We're not reviewing the Russian Warriors, Graham, who <laughs> do the cool dance. We're reviewing... Uh, the often overlooked real-time strategy classic.
0: Does does it have a button on the UI that makes them do the
1: dance? <laughs> no, so I'm giving it 20. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, I think, yeah, Cossacks is... To be honest, I didn't play the original Cossacks much, and it was a very long time ago. Uh, 20 might be a bit brutal. Let's just say 48. <laughs> Fucking out of nowhere. Oh, I can feel... Alice's Sorrow from afar because we're going to discuss Stardew Valley without her.
2: The farm game. Harvest Moon ripoff, isn't it? <laughs> Yikes. 40. For a lack of originality.
0: Uh, Harvest Moon hasn't been good in about 15 years. Someone needed to remake that thing. Uh, I'm going to say 83.
1: I'm actually probably there with Graham. I um, I played it while I was recovering from an injury. Um, it was actually, the two games I had on the go at the time were Darkest Dungeon and uh, Stardew Valley, and it was like night and day. Um, but because I was on a vast amount of codeine, they were both sort of mellowed out into a an overall pleasant haze. Uh, so to be honest, I'm not saying, I'm not sure whether I'm saying how much I like Stardew Valley and how much I like opiates, but I'd mm-hmm. certainly put it in the 80s. I like the fishing. 83? Um, that makes it almost as good as Half-Life.
0: 78.
1: <laughs> I think if Alice was here, she probably would have insisted it got 80 at least. So, right. in her honour. Hang on, 80. Nice. Oh, well, it's a good point, actually. Darkest Dungeon's not on the list. I'm just going to wang it
2: in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't add more games, oh. how, many no, games no, no. Have,
2: how many games have we done? We've done... Uh, Seven. Twelve. We've oh done my 12. God.
1: <laughs> We're nearly there. It's fine. Life is Strange 2.
2: I played Life is Strange 1.
1: <laughs> Let's delete Life is Strange 2. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Uh, okay. Um, what's the next one? Hold on. I'm just going to move some entries on the list so it doesn't bugger up my special formula. Uh-huh. Thrilling podcasting there. Dune 2.
0: Uh, I never played it, but it was Westwood, and it was the kind of precursor to much of what became the real-time strategy genre and Command and & Conquer and all that sort of stuff. Um, so you got to respect it uh, for its influence. Also, it's Dune. And people like that. So, I'm going to say 61.
1: We still do need a really good Modern gene adaptation. Like in film or game or anything, really.
0: You looking forward to the film that's coming
1: out? I had forgotten it was coming out, which probably tells you how much I'm looking forward to it. Is it Denis Villeneuve that's yeah, directing it? Yeah, I'm yeah. up
0: for that. I think he's got a pretty good track record. He's no good at costumes. Like, they released a bunch of photos and all the costumes and outfits are pretty plain looking. And then you remember that he did the the Blade Runner sequel in which Harrison Ford just seems to be dressed in the clothes he showed up and set in. He's just wearing a (laughs) T-shirt and sweatpants. (laughs) (laughs) He's wearing some jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Paul Atreides in some jeans.
1: Some shots from it now. Yeah, I am quite excited about that. Thanks for reminding me.
0: Um, it's got a nice cast. It's got that Timothy Chalamet guy, and whose skin is baby fresh. What I really liked about Gene Two
1: was that before you could build anything, you had to put concrete down first because you were building on sand. Just thought that was practical.
2: <laughs>
1: Sixty-four. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Dungeon keeper. More like dungeon yeah. keeper. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Dungeon Keeper was great. I still don't think it's been bested. There's all these games like War of the Overlords that try and do the same thing, or War of the Underlord, I don't remember which one, Um, to to try and do the same thing, but are much less successful. And I don't think Dungeon Keeper 2 is even as good as the first one. Oh, it's guff. Me was good, but... I assume it's a little bit difficult to go back to now because it's probably running at postage stamp size resolution with a, a ropey UI and that sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, lovely little goblin guys going around doing your bidding. What more could you want out of life? I'm going to say 70.
1: I'm I'm probably going to say 78. I think it was... Like if it was made today with modern visuals and things, it would seem a really original game still. Um, but... Yeah, I mean I guess there's a lot of base building stuff that it could have done more interestingly. And Seventy-eight for me, uh Matthew, what do you reckon?
2: Uh I didn't play this because well for no obvious reason. Let's just say I was scared of the devil face on the box or some bullshit. Oh, uh, with his big chin. <laughs> so uh, his uh, piercings. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go let's go bang in the middle. Let's go seventy five. Seventy five for Dungeon Keeper.
1: Um very good. Return to Castle Wolfenstein uh, which I, I think I'm right in saying was the first of the new Wolfensteins
0: um, It wasn't by Machine Games who have been doing the recent trilogy, it was by Raven Software, so it was that kind of like middle period where id weren't doing Wolfensteins anymore but they were farming it out to one of their friendly studios It was decent, had a nice feeling machine gun, a better single player campaign than people were expecting at the time, but the real strength of it was that it's Multiplayer mods were pretty good, and from that, Wolfenstein enemy territory was spun off, and that was really interesting, free, good multiplayer game. But oh, I enjoyed like, the like, return to Castle Wolfenstein itself. Eh, I wouldn't recommend anyone go back and play it now. 48
2: Yeah, I had a good flamethrower effect, if I remember correctly, and the multiplayer had a good Omaha Beach level, which was good. Uh, so yeah, 48 sounds fair. Oh, I've just
1: I remembered think... the flamethrower so fondly. I'm going to suggest fifty.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: that's fair. I also just remembered. I think they did press trips where they took people to the German castle upon which part of the game was based. So I'm going to say fifty-two. Oh, nice. I didn't nice. go personally to the castle, but I appreciate so you just boosted
2: its score because someone at some time had a good press trip. <laughs> See, it's
0: I just press trips work. A, it's a nice
1: castle. I hope whoever did like. Arranged that from the PR, realized that in a like 45 second review on a podcast decades later, that press (laughs) trip would change another reviewer's score by two marks. So let that be a lesson. Uh, Team Fortress One. Sorry, Uh, Graham, I cut you off there.
0: No, 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 it's going. I was just Jape's. Um, Team Fortress One, do you mean Team Fortress Classic? Of course. Or do you mean the like, the Quake mod? Okay, you mean the Half-Life remake, Team Fortress Classic. Uh, shit, it was rubbish. It was terrible. People should have played Counter-Strike instead. Um, f- four. <laughs> four out of 100. Yeah. Damn with was, the worms. It was just really chaotic. The classes didn't cohere into any kind of like balanced strategy or appropriate teamwork. The map design was... Much less focused, much more wider open areas. They didn't really support the kind of systems that the classes had. Um, I, I just, yeah, I didn't enjoy it at the time. Well, we've just if decimated
1: was... the overall score for the Team Fortress franchise. But there we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the thing I'd say in its favour was it had a good community. That some fun things came out of, like conch jumping. There were concussion grenades in the game that would boost players far into the air and so people started building maps that were entirely around just getting to the end to the finish line using various impressive conch jumps to, oh, but to make that, it through that's just um, the
1: pepsi to the coke of rocket jumping isn't
0: it <laughs> yeah to some extent it was like rocket jumping but even more difficult it if, was, if yeah. anything
2: it was the Phantoms of <laughs> to uh, rocket <clears throat> jumping's coke
1: oh i love fentemans
2: yeah but it's kind of elite isn't it
1: Oh, it's a, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it's not elite, a drink of the people. Elite, it's
2: an elite pop.
1: Um, okay, four for Team Fortress One, but 80, 86 for Phantoms, which yep. I'm going to just put on a separate spreadsheet
2: <laughs> okay. for
1: when we review all drinks. Yep. All right, city skylines. I don't I really- think
0: it's. <laughs> I, I think it's great uh I, i'm a big sim city and city building fan um if you were to go play like if you were a sim city fan and you were looking for that kind of just generally good general general focus city building game city skylines is the one i would tell you to go play like there are there are other city building games that offer like more specialist focused or like a fantasy setting or sci-fi setting that sort of stuff and that can be really interesting but if you just want to build actual real world-ish cities with stuff that you would most expect those to simulate i think city Skylines is great it's usually pretty cheap runs on most computers
1: wouldn't play the the latest sim city would you
0: see i'm a defender for the most recent sim city i liked that game i thought it did a bunch of interesting things the online like always online stuff was frustrating um like two small city sizes was pretty frustrating but it did interesting stuff within that so i i, I like the SimCity. but no if i was going to tell people to go back and play a sim city game i would say go back to the one before it SimCity 4 which still really holds up it had like 2d sprite graphics so it still re- looks really crisp and sharp there are a bunch of great mods for it you can build massive cities in that and it's still like you got a good simulation under the hood Graham, you've abandoned
1: your main course and wolfed down dessert. We're, we're going to get to the SimCity franchise,
0: <laughs> so keep your Sorry. fork. Keep your fork. <laughs> all um, right, all right. I'll just yell I, out a number when it comes around next time.
1: Yeah, no, I, th- I think you've m- you've made your case splendidly. Although I do disagree on the recent SimCity. Uh, I do agree on City Skylines, though. I love it. It it was it was weird. It was a, a lot of games are sort of yeah, me too. I can do this um, to a big franchise. Whereas Cities Skylines just took everything that was frustrating about the SimCity series and just fixed it. Uh, it was it was like a... Um, what would a, a serious critic say? Uh, it was a, a conversation with SimCity. Yeah. <laughs> I really like it. I still play it to relax. Uh, I'm going to say uh, it's about... Yeah, about as good as your vanilla city building gets. I'm going to say like eighty, eighty,
0: eighty-five. I'm going to—I go, would say higher. Like it's best in class sort of stuff. So I would say ninety-two. Do you know what?
1: You're right. I shouldn't have been so timid. <laughs> ninety-two. Actually, our highest scoring game yet. Sweet. Ark Survival Evolved. One.
2: <laughs> Matthew,
0: any advances on one?
2: Uh, I again, I played this on early access on Xbox One, and it was it was honking. That might be just to do, 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 do with it being a, a bit too ambitious for that particular console. But uh, I did not have a good time punching trees to get bark chippings and whatnot. <laughs>
0: I don't like that it's so much about punching trees, and I don't like that every part of it is like a progress bar you fill up in order to unlock the next thing. I do like that it's got lots of silly dinosaurs in it, including dinosaurs that you can build mobile turret platforms on the back of it. I find it quite charming um, for all its clunkiness. I'm going to say 55.
1: I used to find it very charming. I used to have a great time with Ark, and Look, if, if you want to, to like really see me like go off on one on Ark, just go and see the review I did of, I don't know, Piss Quest or whatever the latest DLC was called. I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah, I
0: remember. Yeah, I'm um... so
1: angry because there's so many things they could just sort out about that game, but they won't because they just want to keep spaffing out enormous, broken, expensive DLC.
0: <laughs> Genesis, Ark Genesis, I think it was called. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's like a rule. Anything with colon Genesis at the end of its name is shit.
2: Whoa, um, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! Are you saying Terminator Genesis is shit? I think so. Yeah, you know it's.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: that is that. Is, yeah, I, you really caught me off guard there. But it's shit.
0: They did, didn't they? Spell Genesis S Y S as well, because it's like yeah. system, like like what robots have. <laughs> Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: I can't let it have above fifty. Um, Matthew, can you adjudicate?
2: Uh, I, I'm gonna let's go halfway. Let's hit it up with a twenty-five.
1: I'll allow it. Okay. Actually, in fairness, Graham said fifty-four, so halfway would be twenty-seven. Okay. A reasonable. Point. All right,
0: I'll accept it.
1: <laughs> I've just I've wrestled my way into control
2: over this. I quite like it. A uh, theme park. Uh, I liked I liked this a lot back in the day um I remember making parks which were just everything was tarmac apart from one toilet in the middle uh, and <laughs> thinking that that was absolutely hilarious um like tooling around with it I never properly played it but I tooled around with it for many many hours with my with my brother Um yeah, it was just fun. There was that weird bit where you negotiated wages by eating biscuits as well, uh, which I never <laughs> yeah. really understood. But that was great with the two hands coming yeah. in from either
0: side of the screen to see if you <laughs> touch pointer fingers.
2: But it, it it did open my eyes to the the world of like cynical practices of like too much salt on the chips to get more uh, drinks and all. And it and it I don't know. To this day, if I go to a theme park, I'll think of that. So it's it's had a lasting impact. Um, I the, thought. The fi- Sorry, a, a sweet a sweet a sweet game with, with with happy memories i liked it
0: i think it's a, a fun playground to like pop buildings down in and see what you can do and it's quite accessible to kids i know this because i was a kid when i played it but i think it's actually quite a crappy management game like everyone uses the example of being able to put extra salt on the chips because it causes you to drive up sales of sugary drinks but that's because that was like the only thing you could do that was the only thing the simulation knew and yeah. they obviously put that in the marketing and in marg- magazines or something wrote about it so it's the thing that we all remember if you if, if we hadn't read about it in the marketing or in magazines you would never have known that that was the thing it has very little impact i think on the actual playing of the game it was a great and, bit like, of pr of, rather than a great bit of design yeah and i think like in terms of like building roller coasters you would probably say well you would back in the day, you would play the roller coaster tycoon games, and today you would say, "We'll go play Planet Coaster." Um, I I have like a real soft spot for all those bullfrog management games, but also if your park failed, you're you would have a little CG clip of your manager jumping off a balcony, <laughs> committing suicide, oh, and really? then his head, and then his head would peek up off in the balcony to just say to you, "Hey, look, he didn't actually die. He's just like." in suicidal despair uh, and that kind of like in retrospect puts me off a little bit so I'm going to say if we're scoring it as it is today 33
1: yeah that is a big retro yikes actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think um
2: we each get to play one retro yikes card at some point in this podcast
1: <laughs> it's true actually I've had mine and Graham so you've got yours uh, in your pocket like a revolver <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I think, um, do you say
0: 33? Yeah.
1: Sounds good. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> Matthew's, uh, you're, you're taking quite a chilled role in this. <laughs> I mean, you're an active participant. I'm not, not slandering you. Just, you know, you're quite easy going with the numbers. I respect that.
0: I like that we've established that video games do have a half-life and that these are the scores that we're giving them today, not the scores that we would have given them at the point of release. So I think this is a valuable service we're providing for readers.
1: I mean, it means the overall score for PC gaming as a whole is is going to be... I mean, well, we might have to just bung 10 points on it to account for the passage of time, but we'll see see how we do. Crisis, but with a why.
2: Uh, I didn't have a PC capable of playing it properly uh, and by the time I did I wasn't that interested but I always liked looking at the screenshots of that panicked man that you were holding you know you could grab people and there'd be like a face right up in your in your grill Um, I always liked seeing that in magazines
1: (laughs) that was actually yeah that was an arresting visual it stays with me exactly the same I couldn't run the damn thing but I did see the the, the worried man (laughs)
2: It was like a Korean, wasn't it? A panicked Korean.
0: Yeah, it was. The whole it takes place in an island where um the Korean soldiers have also arrived to investigate the disturbances that are going on there. So I reviewed Crisis back in the day, um two thousand six or something like that, and I gave it ninety two, uh which was overmarking it at the time. But not by much. I think I should have given it ninety. Um I think that's like the first six errors are an incredible kind of systemic playground where the suit powers are really fun, especially as you can chain them together, like sprinting across an open road, um, doing like a, Big super jump over a wall, landing and instantly turning invisible. It also does really interesting things where all the buildings in that early area are like destructible. You punch through walls, you can punch roofs, and the AI kind of accommodates that. It can still pathfind its way around it. Um, and then when it before, does turn. It-
1: um, what was the Mars game with? with socialism and
0: destructible terrain red faction gorilla which i think came later and red faction yeah. gorilla's destruction was much more flexible in terms of how you could take down its buildings and stuff like that like there were really just tin shacks and crisis but was still a really cool thing that gave you options as you were sneaking around to taking soldiers down and then in the back half of the game like people really deride when the aliens show up and that it becomes more linear um And there are some like certainly some like bullshit escort missions in there where you've got to take your friend between like little fires to keep him warm or he'll die of the cold while also fighting off lots of aliens that he's really bad at fighting, Um, but. For the most part, even when it turns into this linear spectacle, the Call of Duty-style thing, I think it does a really good job of it. Like There are some incredible moments in that game where you're driving a tank suddenly across a field while a mountain in the distance cracks open to reveal an alien spaceship inside. Um, The bit on the end where you're on like a a carrier ship with this massive spaceship in the air blotting out the sky. The zero-G bit where you're actually on board that spaceship... um, there's, there's loads of really incredible set pieces in and that, that I think still hold up and are still still interesting. So I'm gonna say eighty. Eighty. I'm gonna say eighty.
1: I really want to play it now. After that, that was good. I'm gonna say eighty-two. <laughs> I'm happy with either of those scores. <laughs> 80, 81 Then the uh, right. the the Matthew effect
0: just. The thing, the thing I'd say, like it's, it's, it's definitely worth going back to those early sections of the game. Like a lot of it is stuff that the the Ubisoft Far Cry games, not, not uh, like um not Far Cry Two so much because it's got other interesting stuff going on though I love it, but um Far Cry Three and Four do a lot of what Crysis did, but better probably, but uh, Crysis is one that's still really really good.
1: Well, we will uh, we will get to Far Cry. Um, what I'm going to do, by the way, if you're wondering why as we go along you're not hearing some really big names, it's because everything with more than two games in the series I've put into a panic list so that when we inevitably reach like an hour and ten minutes and we've still got like 60 to do, we can just start reviewing entire franchises <laughs> um, in one fell swoop. So... It will be all right. It will be all right. Uh, and Far Cry is one of those, actually. Um, there's like about a million games in that series, so I'll, I'll chuck that in if we get
2: desperate.
0: Uh,
2: Fortnite. I mean, you can't deny what a, what an important thing it is. Um, I like personally don't get a lot much satisfaction from that weird mix of building and shooting. Uh, I'm still kind of amazed that people kind of took to it, really. Um, Or that this was the one that rose over the the others. Um, But, you know, again, my little brother has given him many, many hours of fun. And that's probably good. Better that than out doing naughty things. Uh, So, yeah, it seems good. Uh, Can can I just
1: say there, Matthew, that entire, like, bit... Had the exact energy of a football manager
2: being interviewed <laughs> after a defeat
1: and talking about how well the other team
2: played. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going for. I mean, l- listen, let's let's be honest. I, I I don't give a fuck about Fortnite. <laughs> like, I I just don't I don't care about it. I've I've played like three games of it. Didn't care for it. Um, I find it incredibly inane. I, I feel like. Lots of my peers have to feign an interest in it because it gets the mega hits, and I feel terrible that they have to do it. I find it garish, childish. It's not for me. Um, uh, so there we go. <laughs> strong, strong.
0: It's want- it's uh, it's like strictly come dancing for preteens. I like that it is introduced a generation of children to dance. I find that quite wholesome, though I do not personally enjoy the game. Um, uh, so I think what, got, like, the heard, emote, like if... literally the emotes of dancing yeah because like children on playgrounds all over the world are copying those dances and you know en masse and so like imagine that's, if that's they nice started thing. building
2: towers like they do in the game Just <laughs> <There's> towers everywhere <laughs> but just start Walking. erecting scaffolding <laughs> just lots of staircases to nowhere that would be amazing <laughs> everyone's like oh no we've been fortnighted um,
1: it's also think... arguably like, compounded the battle royale infestation that Plunkbat started.
0: I don't mind that. I like bat- battle royales. Actually, like so do Fortnite's- I. Fortnite success led to what? Apex Legends? That's a good game. Like, yeah.
1: And Warzone, which is also good.
0: So, sounds like that's, you know, a net positive on the world.
1: Oh, yeah, bollocks. I really got that one backwards, didn't I? But
0: um, none of us personally enjoy it. So 77? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like
1: that's seeing someone enjoy a fried egg. And then even though you're allergic to <laughs> being like, I love eggs. Well, like, they're a we- good
0: source of protein, Nate. Come on.
1: All right. Okay. Um. Seventy. 74. Yeah. Yep. Sold.
0: 74.
1: Good. Oh, no, I've just realised I haven't got Call of Duty on this list.
0: <laughs> we don't um, have to do it just because it's a big game. Yeah, I mean, probably do, boring. actually. I'll stick We'd it in do. the
1: franchises. How many are there?
0: Like 20 of them, I would think.
1: Okay, well, we will just if we get to the end and there's nothing, we'll just fill it all up with Call of Duty. <laughs>
0: there we are. I'll
1: just Good. put loads in the how many in the franchise column. Okay, uh, Duke Nukem 3D.
2: Um, I don't think I was allowed to play this as a kid, because it had rude bits in it. Oh, there were a lot of rude eyes. But I played it, like, bits of it at friends' houses, so, like, kind of a, an illicit thrill when you're 12. Um, couldn't you throw money at strippers and things?
0: Yeah, there's a, there's, there's a strip club early on.
2: Um, that's, like, my memory of it.
0: I think it was trash, and I think it's still trash now. People have fond memories of Duke Nukem because they were 10 years old when they played it, and they hadn't yet been allowed to watch The Evil Dead, but their parents didn't realise that video games could also be naughty, and so they think Duke Nukem is hilarious, but it's literally just stealing lines from Evil Dead, Uh, and it's crass. And, like, it had some, like, technological innovations in terms of, like, Having a first-person world that was more interactive than the Dooms, like being able to... Buildings that would collapse, and buttons you could press, telephones in the world you could use. Like, uh, the, it the level that editor kind of,
1: was fantastic.
0: Yeah, but the level editor still wasn't as good as Doom or Quake's level editor, and Doom and Quake were better, more fun shooters without having all the crass nonsense and copyright infringing nonsense. I don't know. I thought Chick was rubbish when I played it because I was that kind of precocious child that you'd probably want to like, smack around the head. But yeah, fuck, fuck Chick um, Yeah, 12. Ze- zero.
1: <laughs> zero? Okay. Let's nice. do
0: it. It's going hard.
1: <laughs> Let's bust out the big angry circle. Zilch. It's done. <laughs> right, Boulder's Gate 2. It's great, isn't it? It's like yeah. playing D D in a computer.
2: Yeah, it's 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 quite old now. I would say like I, I've been I've replaying them on um, the Switch. I've been playing the enhanced ports on the Switch, and they are quite creaky. They're very characterful. I'll, I'll give them that. I think the characters really hold up. Uh, you can sort of see the beginnings of you know what what people would grow out into the like the more modern RPG um, twos obviously much better than one, but like mechanically, I, like I'm not a big fan of real time with pause. Like I, it, it it didn't do it for me back then. It doesn't really do it for me now. Um, but I know some people are really, really precious about that. So I, I would knock off a few points because I just think it feels quite old and creaky. Um, but I realise it's locked away as a perfect memory for a lot of people.
1: That's fair enough. I really enjoyed the writing.
2: um,
1: it's very rare that I can remember the story and, you know, individual lines of dialogue and stuff from a game that I played like 15
2: years ago. But mm. I do with Baldur's Gate 2, So it was a rollicker. Catherine banned me from playing uh, Baldur's Gate One on the Switch without with the sound on. But she got so annoyed of hearing the sound bites when you select people, the you know the mints going rush rush or whatever it is he shouts half of them i don't even know what they're actually trying to say i've just got them as sound effects this one whenever you select them they say oh yes omnipresent authority figure every <laughs> single time and that oh, yeah. like I, that really is about as cross as i've seen Catherine get because i started doing it on purpose and <laughs> uh...
1: <laughs> you are talking about Baldur's gate one here
2: that's Baldur's gate one yeah Oh, that's be... co- oh sorry, yeah, we're talking about two. So I just because I played them together recently, I crushed them into like a big mass. So, um, yeah, two. Actually, Minsk
1: is quite annoying, isn't he?
2: Yeah, he's he's quite annoying.
1: I mean, he's good, but there is, you know, it's like an arrow is good, but I wouldn't want to eat sixty of them.
2: Well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but
1: actually, a mint arrow, tremendous
2: thing. Oh my god!
1: Ooh. Right, Graham, you, you're going to have to uh, wade in here.
0: Well, neither of you. Like, I don't. I didn't play it, and uh, I tend not to get on that well with fantasy RPGs, particularly bioware stuff. I don't know. I get a feeling when I looked at screenshots of it as a teenager. When I see little guys with robes and knights and armor and all that sort of stuff, I don't know. It feels like nerd shit. I <laughs> <laughs> I. Should I'd we do this like two cowboys Surprising
1: each other in a saloon <laughs> And we'll uh, have Graham count to three And then on three We each draw our gun Which is our score yeah, And then we like, give it the average Okay.
0: One, two, three, 80. 86 hmm? Nice oh, and easy 83
1: okay. <laughs> uh, Total Annihilation Oh actually, before we get on to Total Annihilation I've just realised we're a quarter of the way through, coming up to the one hour mark. So uh, I'm going to say I'm going to be a bit savage with these next twenty, and I'm <laughs> only going I'm only going to allow thirty seconds for each. All right. <laughs> so each, uh, someone can can claim each one and make their case uh, um, for thirty seconds, and then we'll do what we did with our oh, forget what game. But each of the other two people is allowed to. To tug the score five (laughs) points in the direction of their cheese. (laughs) All right. Okay, so Total Annihilation. I'm going to give this to uh, Gray, because I know he likes this. Uh,
0: A great game, but one that's been entirely superseded by Supreme Commander, which was its spiritual successor in my eyes. I know some people feel differently, uh, and there are some good Total Annihilation mods that kind of modernize it and make it playable today but i still think you should go play supreme commander forged alliance instead or uh yeah one of its mods instead so i'm going to say 60 for total annihilation
2: i can live with that
1: um, um yeah i do agree with you about supreme commander but total annihilation was special enough to me i remember finding out about it when a kid got really excited uh, on the way to school, and said, "Oh, imagine red alert, but the tanks can go up hills and nearly fall <laughs> over."
0: Uh, and that's all. So I'm going to say
1: 64.
0: That sounds good to me.
1: Uh, Starcraft two. Um, unless anyone's got strong opinions, I'll take this one. Go right ahead. No, go for it. Um, it's f- pretty forgettable in terms of a single player experience, which. Uh, tragic as I am is actually what I really enjoy of a lot of RTSs it is great for multiplayer Um, I was always guff at it Um, and if we're honest it still didn't get anywhere near the standard of of brood war Um, I don't think you'd find many people who'd challenge that opinion although it still does have a strong multiplayer scene um yeah, I went back and replayed it recently, and actually got bored about halfway through Wings of Liberty, and and d- d- didn't recomplete. So I'm going to say, um, I've got a feeling this is really going to make someone angry, uh, but I think uh, I'll give it the sex number sixty
2: nine. Nice.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. I've, I mean, I got bored of it the first time I played of it about halfway through Wings of Liberty. And I was never good enough to really go anywhere in the multiplayer, although a bunch of my friends and colleagues were climbing up through the diamond rank ladders and all this sort of stuff, taking it really seriously. It's just not my scene.
2: Minesweeper. Oh, my God. Masterpiece. Um, I love Minesweeper. This was Matthew Bight. I specifically like, uh, oh, God, I can't even remember which version they messed up. I liked it when it had the yellow face, when they redesigned it without the yellow face, which I think was, uh, well, it was definitely there in 2006. So whichever version of Windows, well, Windows 7, maybe, they messed it up. Um, really Time's simple. up, Chief.
1: You spent 20 seconds trying to remember a version. <laughs> what's your score
2: 80 it's great a great time chasing game sort of time
0: trial score attacky type thing i love it it's boring the f-
1: 75
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the famous version that came with windows back in the day actually only had 100 boards in it it wasn't randomized and so it, there's a competitive main sweeper scene but people would just uh, memorize all 100 boards, and then it became a game of how quickly can you identify what board you're on? Because as soon as you do, you can solve it pretty much instantly because the whole thing was the comp- competing in order for time. Um, and then they built their own versions of it. So for the fact that it was like only 100 boards, I'm going to say 60. Unbelievable.
1: Uh, first of all, that was longer than Matthew's uh, pitch. Secondly, <laughs> we'd already taken it 75, so you can only move it another five. So that's down to 70. Anything. Sorry, I'm I'm having to get quite uh quite the commandant with the rules here.
2: I can't I'm believe saying. I got hung up on that Windows 7 thing. What a waste. <laughs>
1: really felt for you, man.
0: Um <laughs> there's a whole generation of people you could have convinced to play oh, Minesweeper really and they're never gonna it. try it now. That was your one shot.
2: <laughs> Read why oh. have you played Minesweeper? Oh yeah, dude. This is quite
1: good. Um Hearthstone, I better take that. It's one of mine. Um yeah, I don't think I'll ever get entirely bored of Hearthstone. Um, it's it's uh, silly, colourful, uh, mostly a game about chance. If we're honest, uh, good people climb the ladder uh, by winning incrementally more games than they lose through blind luck. Uh, but it does stack up in the end. It's full of Blizzard lore. Um, you know muscly men and booby ladies which is a bit bit outdated now really, but that's a whole of blizzard problem, as are many things. Uh keep updating it. Uh, I have wasted money on it in past. This must I be longer than thirty I seconds bit. now. Yeah it is. Uh seventy two.
0: I never really got on with it, personally. Um, I do really like card games, but I like stuff like the Spire, where you can build really interesting decks and interesting combinations of cards, and I never found that with Hearthstone, so I'm going to pull that down by 5 to 67.
2: Uh, Matthew? Uh, I'm going to leave it at 67. I don't have much of an opinion on Hearthstone, sorry.
1: Fair enough. Hollow Knight.
2: And bear in mind
1: uh, there's someone who stalks the RPS comment section like beasting us if we don't talk about hollow Knight and favorably so you know be on
0: edge
2: i don't mind hollow Knight. i think i do think it's slightly overrated i think it's an absolutely rock solid metroidvania like very not very flashy in its movesets you know it that that's the thing for me is i actually think it's i don't actually like the platforming and navigation that much um but it's got more of that kind of hard combat edge, which people like that sort of Dark Soulsy thing. Um, I know that people really love the world is it grows in this really massive, like organic way, and there's a lot of like natural environmental lore and storytelling in it. But I I do, for me personally, platforming and interesting upgrades and powers are like a key part of the of the Metroid equation. And for me, Hollow Knight doesn't quite do it you know as compared to something like Ori in the Blind Forest which I really really loved um I know they're quite different games but I would say it's I st- it's still very good though I still like a an 80 a- should we say I could almost hear you pleading to the man who who hunts
1: through the comments but they don't met their PM. mentalists
2: about 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 Hollow Knight like they'll come after you and murder you if you don't say it's the best game ever um but yeah, I you're 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 over mate
1: without I'm sorry it.
2: I uh, you know
1: uh no I, I I uh I broadly agree with that. Uh I actually I, I don't really like metro metroidvania's. I hate backtracking as a con- concept, just like to go in a straight line um <laughs> things like that. Uh I'm gonna say 78
0: So I I haven't played Hollow Knight myself, but I recently got into watching it on Twitch. There's a streamer I follow who was playing it, and it was, like, I don't think I would enjoy the platforming that much, just looking at the physics of it, but I liked seeing the world, watching someone else play it, and it was really tense when they were doing, like, the kind of boss rush stuff. I don't know if that was, like, a special mode or if that's just the ending of the game, but they had to fight... Like 15 bosses back to back um, and if they died that was them sent back to the beginning and that was just like really great television essentially and I just tuned in for like night after night to watch this guy eventually complete uh, Hollow Knight on the hardest difficulty or whatever um, and so I'm going to push the score up by 5 but whose score am I pushing up? Am I pushing up Matthew's or am I pushing up Nate's? I'm pushing up mine so you said what did you say? Seventy-eight, I think. Seventy-eight. So I'm going to push it up to eighty-three. <laughs> eighty-three. There you go. Rust. They recently added a mobile app from which you can you can get alerts if someone breaks into your home in the game, and through the mobile app you can trigger. Traps in order to kill them while they're in their in your house robbing you, and I love the idea that you could be like at, at the office at work, get a little alert on your phone, press a button, and a man dies. So I'm going to say 78. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm going to leave that
1: untouched, but I literally just thought it was open world jank, indistinguishable from other survival open world jank. But that is that's brilliant. So I'm going to as a know nothing. I'm going to just thumbs up that.
2: Yeah, I, I, I have no opinion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's it's open word jank with some uh, really interesting ideas. So,
1: well, cool. speaking of jank, plunk bat.
0: I love Plunk Bat, actually, and I've sunk huge amounts of time into it. I think it's still my favourite Battle Royale game. I know some of the folks on the team prefer Apex Legends, and I've played that, and I like that. Um, But it'll never compare to spending 20 minutes hiding in a bathroom on your own and then getting shot in the head by a man with a better gun. Uh, I'm going to say 89.
1: I'm actually going to say 90. It is... I find it incredibly depressing, but <laughs> that's
0: it. <laughs> if
1: if I play with a friend and we're just chatting while hiding in a shed, waiting to die, there's a beauty
2: to it. I love plunk bat, Matthew. Uh, I'm terrible at plunk bat. Uh, I get really stressed out by plunk bat, but at the same time, uh, I think everything you've said is 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 true of it um i think it's a really really unique experience i am happy to keep it 89
1: all righty there we go another biggie world of warcraft it's not actually very good is it
2: (laughs) (laughs) i've never played i'm just gonna put my hands up. i've never played an mmo i've just i've just never done it so i'm the tall noob outsider
0: i really liked world of warcraft when it first came out it had a wonderful sense of place to it the way in which you navigated that world going through these radically different geographic locations and which you had to travel between them using griffin or underwater railway like these were exciting things to to use the first time around um I think that feeling diminished over time as they tried to make progress through it more efficient. It became less of a cohesive world. And so I don't know if I'd recommend anyone go back to it now. Or And I know there's World of Warcraft Classic, but it's... I, I have a feeling they made those changes for good reasons, and it's probably aged in ways that would make it difficult to go back to. But-
1: I just find the quest structure so unimaginative. Um, And I know that's gotten better with recent expansions, but
0: yeah, 74.
1: I, just... I know enough people who love it with all their heart. I'm going to do the fried egg effect from earlier and say 76.
2: Uh, I don't feel like I, I have any right to affect the score on this, so I'll happily leave it at 76.
1: Just do something chaotic. Swing it in either direction. Beat I'm going to
2: play my retro yikes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. uh Hey, hey, let's let's bump it up to 77.
1: Great. This li- I bet, I bet, I will literally bet this list comes out at a solid 7 out of 10. <laughs> uh, Stanley Parable.
2: Uh, I, I liked it. I, uh, is it a thing that you kind of f- play a lot and think back on that often? You know, like I, I, I remember playing it and going, oh, that's neat. And then it kind of left my head forever. Uh, I don't really know what your relationship with the Stanley Parable is meant to be, so 60.
0: I, I feel like that's accurate. It's a clever trick you play through once. It's quite short. Uh, I'd recommend it to people, yeah. I mean, I think it's a pleasant experience. It's it's funny. Um, It is clever. Like, I think it holds up. So I'm going to add three to whatever number you said because I've already forgotten what it was. <laughs> 63. Now you and I'm,
1: I feel the same, but maybe a little bit stronger um. So I'm going to say 66 or two thirds of the devil. Nice. There we go. Uh, Crusader Kings Two. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is this is one of my all-time favorite games. Um. It is just a perfect story generator and incredibly easy to want to go back and play again. And it manages all this while having a UI that actually hurts and buries <laughs> loads of the information you need all the time in the places you would least expect it uh, it's yeah it, many things about it are a mess uh, but that uh, they don't even come close to stop it being a masterpiece uh, it's uh, it's an 87 for me.
2: I like hearing people talk about it. I like other people's stories. I'm happy with 87.
0: I would actually go higher. I think I agree in all the ways it's a masterpiece. I think he's got um, an incredible mod scene as well, which really extends the life of it. I think Paradox have done a pretty good job with the DOC for it, the things they've added and polished up. Um, I I, I think, yeah, it's it's a really incredible thing, and it brings history to life in interesting ways. I'm going to say 90.
1: Lovely. Yeah, I think that's fair, actually. I just, I, I don't know what it is. I'm always scared to, to go above the big nine. But it deserves it. Counter-Strike 2.
0: Well, there is no Counter-Strike 2.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, bollocks. That was my red herring. You caught it. <laughs> Sneaky, eh? <laughs> uh... it's quite,
0: quite, quite easy to spot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Armour 3. dry isn't it <laughs> you have to just love war
0: see I've played Arma with do you love war? It, uh, uh, <laughs> I do love war if I can do it from my bedroom I um, sat at a computer uh, I played Arma with Shaktak which is a uh, the shack news community incredibly dedicated um some m- many of them are former servicemen they know military tactics they treat it incredibly seriously and occasionally they will take journalists idiots like me along for a ride sometimes in which you play a journalist in a flat jacket that says journalist on it and they're trying to escort you across a battlefield while enemy soldiers try and try and kill the people around you and maybe decide that they wanted to kill you um, it's really interesting uh, I think it's it's the Crusader Kings of first person shooters, uh, and it's also a fucking mess in loads of different ways
2: I'm going to say
0: 83 well, I'm happy with that
1: yeah <laughs> Um. My, my good friend who was a war man Thinks it's brilliant, and I guess he'd know. So yeah, eighty three sounds good. Uh, Neverwinter Nights. I
2: haven't played it. I've not played
0: it. I've not played it either. I never mean, never played you, it, you, nights.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you if you guys like Boulder Skate, you'll probably like Neverwinter. Yeah, it is just it's disqualifying the that. list. Can't allow uh, that.
2: It's instant zero. <laughs>
1: No, it'd be totally unscientific and uh, and unrigorous <laughs> to review that game, uh, EverQuest.
0: I mean, well, like it's completely been superseded by World of Warcraft and every other fantasy MMO that came out since. It was pretty ropey. Actually, it's not even um,
1: around anymore, is it?
0: I don't know. I think I suspect you can still go play EverQuest Two. I don't know if you can still play the first one.
1: Actually, I, I'm but, voting we strike this from the list as well. It's not like we're running out <laughs> of games. That's <Nah>, never quest thinning <laughs> it. We're running out of time, though. Let's not talk about too
0: many games that they've been excluded.
2: <laughs> All right, okay. Mist. Um, uh, oh, it's just. Uh, John is right. Mist is duff. It's duff, it's boring, so static, weird, f- obscure, puzzling. It's, it's crap. I hate Mist. But it's not and, crass, like duke
1: Newcomb. so it's yeah, not but I, it is
2: cra- it's just but it's boring which is worst it's 10 it's a 10 it's a nine
0: oh i uh, see i i didn't like mist but i was warmed to it in part by robert yang's art writing about it and i don't even know if he likes mist but he pitches it as the opposite to doom because mist came out a few months before the original doom did and Mist got a lot of like mainstream press and it sold a ton of copies and it would have had a bunch of imitators probably, but then Doom came out three months later and sold like five times as many. Um and so uh, I think like, everyone copied that. Doom instead. And it would have been interesting to see people copy Mist, but yeah, it's shit. But uh fifteen. <laughs> I'm moving it up by five.
1: But Robert's review gets uh not review, his article gets a much higher score. Yes. Uh, Cossacks 2, it's better than Cossacks 1, which got 48, so I'm going to give it 60, no, he's actually really good, Uh, 74.
2: I can't believe that so much of the fate of PC gaming rests on the heads of our opinions of the Cossacks series.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's the RTS I always forget about.
0: Does, does Cossacks 2 have a button yeah, on the UI for making the soldiers do the dance?
1: No, it doesn't, actually.
0: All right. Well, tick off five points, please.
1: Yeah,
2: 69. Okay. <laughs> um, Life is Strange, the original. Uh, I kind of liked it. Uh, you know, the the kind of tone of it. I like the little t- uh, time rewinding thing. It's one of those things that even though the characters are nerdy outsiders, they're still like a billion times cooler than I was at school. So I feel a little bit jealous. I hate it when people make stories about dorky outsiders, but I know that if I was in that universe, they'd probably bully me. (laughs) Um, And I think that counts worse. They could bully me with time powers, so they could do all kinds of messed up stuff. Um, So uh, I don't know, uh, 58. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I lost an award to it of something I'd written, and I'm still bitter, so 53. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, as a teenager, I went through a kind of like phase where I was really into Nick Drake and Elliot Smith, and I feel like Life is Strange would have slid right into that part of my life, so I'm going to go back up to 58.
1: Oh, it's been all around the houses. Don't Starve. I like Don't Starve. I find it really, really stressful. Uh, Because you can't ever stop. It's like the lie people believe about sharks. If they stop swimming, they'll die. (laughs) Um, It's probably the best title for a game ever. Um, Or at least, you know, up there with the band of of titles so good they can't be improved. Uh, The art style's cracking. And all the expansions have been really interesting. Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, if it wasn't too stressful... To relax by playing, I play it all the time. Ninety-two.
2: Oh, cracky I, I, I mean, can't really argue with
0: a lot of that myself. What? Why did you? Why do you pour so much scorn on Terraria, but then love Don't Starve? Isn't only similar games Survivally buildy, crafty two D stuff?
1: Yeah, different kinds of two D though, isn't it? Don't like vertical, like horizontal. <laughs> um, no, I like the art style better I like the abstraction better There's less I don't know, it just works for me Terraria what's, didn't Although I did like scored? the music in Terraria 92 what's I said
0: 92, well I think it's just Terraria for Goths so I'm going to say 87 Wow um,
1: Yeah, you're right actually The original Starcraft Not my bag.
0: Never actually played it. I owned a copy of it and I would look at the box on the shelf sometimes and I never installed it. Uh, i tell you what, though. You know how you keep using the fried egg analogy, but my partner has just arrived at the door with uh, a fried egg on a bagel because she didn't realise we were recording a podcast. Rather than let it go cold, I'm now going to eat it during the podcast. That's, um, that's
1: fair. I thought you were about to say she'd arrived with a copy of StarCraft <laughs> and we were just going to, like, siege into a segue. I always say segue. Oh, you always <laughs> <just> say segue. <laughs>
0: We're
1: going to segue into a a, a live play of Starcraft. Um, I'm gonna segue
0: into munching noises of me in the background eating an egg on a bagel. It's about time I'll, I'll, I'll...
2: this podcast entered the egg zone. So. <laughs>
0: gonna, I'll try and mute it. I think I still got that copy of Starcraft twenty years later, but still have never installed it and played it. Um, but yeah, I played
1: it at my mates. We played the whole campaign. Um, over a weekend on an incredibly hot bit of the summer uh, when we're in our teens, and it was really cool. I did go back and replay it again recently. Single player stands up. Uh, Multiplayer is obviously completely legendary. Um, Actually, with the fried egg analogy, it's it's hard to argue with what a standard setter it's been in terms of balance for RTSs. I think it's got to be a... Got to be an 88, Um, you know, and it would be in the 90s, but I don't, you know, a lot of the features are actually very irritating if you don't like twitchy RTSs, like only being able to select so many units at once. Anyone want to move it uh, from 88? No.
0: I sort of, I dislike the box art, so I didn't install it, so I'm going to move it down by five. (laughs) 83.
1: It's got the sort of sneering astronaut, hasn't it?
2: Has it got a sneer oh, is that That's two, isn't it? I think that's two. It's, that got, like, the it's got like a thing that it looks, it's like, a, it looks a bit like the alien from uh, Independence Day. It's like a big yeah, it's got... purpley blue face thing. Oh yeah, I'm
1: thinking of that idiot who smokes in a space helmet. His eyes would sting so badly. It doesn't make <laughs> him hard. Uh, space Space <laughs> engineers
2: uh i haven't played i haven't played any how oh, i feel terrible i feel like yeah, my but contributions you're a to this nintendo podcast Lord, has just is. been going Duh.
1: uh you, you you've played way more console games than me i'll wager i've played about three nintendo games <laughs>
2: yeah uh i've not played space engineers um i imagine it's good though
0: <laughs> <laughs> that counts for something
2: it's
1: very precise <laughs> It really does what it says on the tin. You're engineers in space. Um, It's good for having a lull. Uh, I find the amount of patience required to get anything right is massive. Uh, It would probably be very rewarding if I had the time to sink into it, but I haven't. But the buggering around was good. I'm going to say it's a, a 61.
0: Sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good to me.
1: A man agreeing from the depths of an egg bagel. Um, <laughs> it's a good egg. <laughs> worms. Sorry to just shout the word worms while <laughs> you're eating a bagel. I imagine that's not very pleasant. I don't know if you're a vermiphobe, but uh, I no, mean, I of mind. course, the groundbreaking, well, not groundbreaking. It was a off of um, the one where the gorillas threw things at each other, I mean, which is a off of scorched earth. I don't know lit-
2: it's literally bro- groundbreaking in that.
1: You do break game. a lot of ground, y- yeah,
2: yeah. And when I played Worms One, I absolutely adore one of my favourite games from from childhoods. Um, we used to play. Uh, dark side tactics lots of drilling lots of digging down messing around with with dynamite and stuff lots of like mind games in that big chunk of earth uh i thought worms was great i thought worms got increasingly bad over time as the weapons got more outlandish and it just became about like dropping nukes on each other i think the original worms very very tight very focused um so worms one excellent i'd give it an 80
1: actually how many worms games have there been oh, we could save many. ourselves some time here boys <laughs> <laughs> uh, i think it's i'm gonna break series. out the franchises
0: it's a difficult series to combine because as matthew says the first two worms games were pretty great and then i think it was all downhill from there especially once it made the switch to 3d the thing i liked about the first couple of worms games is you could create your own levels for it so i used to play it on the amiga yeah same but, here. But, but uh I don't know what a bitmap fail. I've been deluxe paint and create my own levels where everyone starts off underground and you just have to tunnel towards each other because I think that's the thing that probably everyone created. Uh, so I would I would say 81. Nice. Now, you know what?
1: We could really sound for ourselves sometimes here. There have been 14 Worms games.
2: <laughs> yeah, but if you're going to rate the whole Worms series, I'd probably give it a th- 30. <laughs> Because they've been bad for a long time. Yeah, but
1: then we'd have 13 more games reviewed, wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, but right. it does mean that, you know, 15% of BC gaming would be represented by the Worms <laughs> <from
2: this>. <laughs> <laughs> which seems Which seems unfair, Aglots. Uh, like
1: <laughs> sure. Okay, compromise. Let's bundle in, I don't know, five Worms games... And right. take take the score <laughs> down to like sixty. Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to put worms in five times and put sixty. <laughs> Perfect. Microsoft Solitaire.
2: Oh, again, like Minesweeper. I'm not going to go into the versions. Uh, I find it very enjoyable. I love it when all the cards bounce at the end. I and mean, that's got to be worth like sixty, right?
1: Uh, oh, my mum like probably wasted. 15% of her life playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but contempt. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll, what did you say, 60? 55, which is as low as I can take it.
0: I like Solitaire. I liked it a lot more than Minesweeper. I also played it a fair amount. I'm going to push it up again to 60. <laughs>
1: yes. Battlefield 1942.
2: I didn't play that particular battlefield. I, if you want to talk battlefield as a series, I like it. Let's but, talk battlefield as a series. Uh, yeah, I did, I I dig battlefield. I I liked the uh, uh, the sort of folk the, the, that it had a bit more complexity to it than just the simple. Are you good at murdering people? Um, I liked the introduction, or not the introduction, but I I liked personally being introduced to more support roles where I am just naturally better in games um i think battlefield when it's played properly i.e not just played as a call of duty can we shoot as many people as possible um when you've got a team that's working well together um battlefield can be really great um i love bad company too um i quite like battlefield one the the world war one one i think that was it yeah
1: i that's the only one i've played and i really enjoyed it
2: yeah, the one which had like the mega blimp and the mega train and things like that would turn up and just mess everyone. Up. If you were losing the next round, you got like a giant blimp, um, and it just always looks, mate. You know, I love the, level, the 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 scale of the landscapes. Um, I find Battlefield a very exciting thing to be in. You know, it's got the right the right level of scale. I'd give Battlefield as a series a seventy.
1: And there's five games. Yeah. Well, there's Bad Company and Bad Company 2, and oh, it's always so hard to work out how many games are actually in a series.
2: Uh, but just doing a count off the I Wikipedia heard a, page now. I heard, I heard like a raspberry sound, which was either Graham saying he doesn't like Battlefield, or was him dislodging some some molten egg from his lips. Um, what
1: well, say
0: those egg-stained lips? Um, well I've, I've just finished the egg So I feel like we should shift into a new phase Of the podcast <laughs> It's Graham's post egg
1: views <laughs>
0: um, I love the Battlefield series Actually I think they're amongst the best multiplayer First person shooters and I think they're Really consistent in a way That a lot of other series aren't Like I played a bunch in 1942 It's great revelatory with the vehicles huge maps wake island is still a classic battlefield 2 better in almost every way the way it built on team building and, and like, like the squad system and that sort of stuff really fantastic um i think bad company 2 also brilliant battlefield 3 good battlefield 1 great i think like i would have gone higher um i would have gone like high 80s probably but um what did you say 70 i can only move it by five oh. i would say 75 Oh,
1: have screwed us but don't worry I haven't thrown my egg into the the frying pan yet.
2: There's eleven so Battlefield games on PC as well.
1: So I'm going to th- I'll throw in another five. <laughs> so it's eighty, and that is the Battlefield series doing some heavy lifting there. <laughs> uh, so there's eleven.
2: Eleven. Okay. Well, and that includes Battlefield Hardline, the not very
0: good police one. But... Yeah, that was rubbish. But whatever. well,
1: let's take that out. Let's take that out and just have ten. Okay.
0: No, no. Let's. You know, you can't just pick and choose. It's got to be the whole series, (laughs) hardlines included. Um, Okay. Battlefield Four wasn't very good either, but anyway.
1: This next one we might want to allow a minute or so for. It's Minecraft.
0: I think yeah, Minecraft is remarkable, isn't it? Like, uh, Fortnite is the current global phenomena i suppose um but Fortnite's about shooting people whereas minecraft is about building a lovely house and and communing with nature like at its core i know that it became this platform for mods and mini games and all this sort of stuff um but that's the thing thing,
1: minecraft can be about pretty much anything either with the tools the game gives you or tools other people have made for it
0: but there's just something so beautiful about like that moment where you emerge from a cavern to find that it's started raining while you've been underground, the pl- plinky-plunky piano music kicks in, you spend some time harvesting your flowers. Like There's something really sedate and peaceful about it in a way that most other crafty resource-gathering games just don't manage, like uh, Terraria, Stardew Valley, these things to sort of steer you towards min-maxing in a way that Minecraft doesn't seem so interested in. And obviously people build incredible things in it. It's a great game to to play with families and kids. Yeah, I think it's incredible. Uh, I would say 93.
1: I am actually going to wang that up even higher. I was playing some this morning with the new update and I just realized I don't think I'm ever going to get tired of that game. It is objectively... Superb. Uh 96.
2: This is where I, <laughs> I was gonna play my retro yikes and <laughs> track it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, can't I mean think, you uh, I can't mean it fits. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, think of you it really
1: could retro yikes it because of, you know, <laughs> the guy who invented it being <laughs>
2: Imagine re- retro yikesing Minecraft down to a twenty. Uh <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm happy to to leave it with that high score. Um Again, not a game I've played masses of, but I I love the kind of community around it. I love that it's a such an intelligent thing and encourages a very different set of skills to most other games. So it's a force for good.
1: Lovely stuff. Uh, Spore, rubbish when it? twelve.
0: I liked Spore. You could build interesting creatures and run them around. It didn't have a lot of complexity in the later modes and so on and so on and so on. Everyone knows the problems with Spore, but you can't knock a game where you can build a, a winky with legs and run them around. Like, that's an experience you can't have or couldn't have in any other game at the time. So. I can only move it by five. so. 17.
1: No, actually, I'm going to let you re I feel like a dick giving it as well, <laughs> because it wasn't like it was awful. I just thought it was going to be the best thing ever, and they clearly had a hard time making it. So, yes, completely unreasonable of me, uh, with with no empathy. Graham, give it a score. 60. All
2: right, 55. Uh,
1: score for Spore. There we go. Uh okay let's get another franchise in there smash the numbers a bit. Uh what's big? Uh what have we got? Microsoft Flight Flight Simulator there's 10 of them. Oh <laughs>
0: god. Um so I play a bunch of flight simulators. I own two different flight sticks. Uh Microsoft what? Flight Simulator is rubbish. You should play X Plane instead. Uh the only good thing about Microsoft Flight Simulator is in I think it was Microsoft Flight Simulator 2000, you could pilot remote-controlled planes, little tiny planes that you controlled from a viewpoint where the camera was on the ground. That was really compelling and fun when I was a kid. Um, but these days, I would play X-Plane 10, at least until the new Flight Simulator comes out, which looks flipping fantastic. So I am going to give it a score of 68.
2: That sounds good to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think the idea of putting so much effort into a game that simulates something so real is, I don't know, I, I said this on a podcast before, anything that simulates reality, I'm slightly weirded out by. It just seems a bit empty to me. Which well, it's just planes, isn't it? But it gives Dad <laughs>
2: something to do, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm a dad. I don't want to do it. Yeah, but it gives you older dad, it gives you dad. It gives you know The dad. The, the promoted dad.
0: I'm a, I'm a dad, but I'm younger than Nate is. And also, Nate, you gave a very high score to Crusader Kings 2, which is simulating reality. It's just reality. Oh from yeah, that's like re-
1: reality where a horse became a pope. <laughs> 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 no, fair, fair. I can't I can't dick on flight simulator too bad. What did you give it?
0: I don't remember 68, now. I think. 68, I think, Sounds yeah. good to
1: me. 68 for 10 of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're nearly there, but, well, actually, that's, that's a stone-cold lie. We're not nearly there, but we... How many games have we done? Uh, 68.
2: Oh, Jesus 68. Christ! It's been an hour and a half!
1: Okay, well, we're going to have to go quick fire, aren't how many, we? How many Assassin's Creed games are there? <laughs> uh, 11. Right. Let's, yeah, let's give them a score. Uh...
2: I think Assassin's Creed is to- totally balmy. I think it's lost sight of what was originally good about itself uh, in that, a stel- you know, a big historical hitman where you got to use mad parkour to get, like, an interesting kind of angle of attack and assassinating people. Now it's just become a weird action RPG, but I quite like the historical stuff. I like that much money thrown at recreating these interesting historical settings. feels like good um, virtual tourism. Uh, I've always liked that about it. I quite like all the barmy batshit like lore and the big story around it as well. I think it's quite endearingly daft. Um, yeah, I, I like the Assassin's Creed games. I'd, I'd hit them with a seventy-five.
1: Oh, I like jumping in the hay. Oh
2: seventy-six.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I <only> have <laughs> I pl- the first.
0: I haven't played that many of them, I tend to start them and struggle during the three hour opening tutorial, flipping back and forth between Futureland and the actual character you are, etc, etc, etc. So uh, I'm going to go back down to 75, because I do enjoy looking at screenshots of them and hearing other people talk about them.
2: Nice, that's 11. (laughs) There we go. Easy.
1: Easy. Okay, what's another big franchise? See, we're absolutely racing through them now. Um, oh, of course. Me being Sid Meier, I've been a bit shy about it so far, but we really ought to talk about the Civilization series, which I'm going to say is seven games if you count CivNet. Which you should. Yeah, it was better than Civ 2. I-M-H-O. h <laughs> o and I, well, I did make it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, since you made it, do you want to do you want to give Sid Meier's score? Oh, well, yeah, hundred clearly. <laughs> Shit, should have seen that coming. Uh, well, I guess I'll pull that down by five and say ninety-five. I think the Civilization games are a really compelling fantasy. Um, the idea of playing a game that encapsulates all of history just sounds incredible. And you read that on a box and you're like, wow, no way. A strategy camp game can't do all that. And to his credit, it sort of does that. Um, but I do think this burdens burdens it in a way that the design struggles with in every iteration. Like I think there are better forex games, better strategy games, better historical games. I just think Civilization has such a compelling hook that you can't help but be endeared by it i would have gone like high 80s but i guess 95 is what i'm stuck with
2: uh i i I, i'd agree with all that and i'd drag it down to 90.
0: oh you've tamed sid that's good i think i'm happy with that that's a good score
1: sid has been tamed okay well we're really um we're beating this list now that is 85 games done (laughs) I mean, it does mean most of PC gaming is Civilization, Assassin's Creed, Microsoft Flight Simulator, the Battlefield <laughs> franchise, and the
2: Worms. I mean, it, it, it is. That's true.
1: That is most of the games. In fairness, uh, okay. What else have we got? Oh, Far Cry. Here we go. Graham's already done it, and there's thirteen of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, Far Cry. Far Cry is brilliant. I think, like. Um, An incredible open world sandbox about sneaking around little bases and shooting men in the head with a bow and arrow it's really satisfying it's silly fun a lot of the time doesn't take itself too seriously it does have plots um, and storylines with characters that are a bit a bit it's not even retroactive, yikes! It's just present day, yikes. Um, sometimes, sometimes they're just very annoying. Uh, but I think the games are consistent while also being like experimental and varied. There's a prehistoric Far Cry game. Far Cry Two is like gives you malaria at the start and <laughs> forces you to take pills, and all your guns break all the time. Like even after Ubisoft took it over, they did interesting things with it. And so I think it's a, it's more interesting than most most mainstream. Like game series are across its arc, uh, and any one of them, I think, you can drop into and have a good time. So I would say <sighs> eighty nine.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to go eighty six. I'd say I'd say Far Cry's definitive eighty six series. <laughs> I, that is what I was
1: going to give it. Amazingly, uh, I've never finished a Far Cry game, but I've started all of them. Um. All but the first, which I never played. Uh, Yeah, they are... As you say, you can drop in and have fun. I always find it wears a bit thin before the game's done with you. Mm. Uh, Both in terms of the plots, the characters, and taking out bases. There's only so many ways of doing it. I do get bored of trying to find different kinds of animal bums to make new belts (laughs) out of or whatever. Those I love goods. taking
0: down the bases. I would just do that all day long. And like the more recent versions, excuse me, have had co-op modes so you can do bigger bases with your mates flying around in a gyrocopter with one of you hanging off the bottom on a rope. Just, yeah, it's great stuff to me.
1: 86.com. Right, that is 98 games done. Yes. So there's only two more. Uh, One, we will nearly finished where we started
0: Half-Life 2 Half-Life 2 was probably the most excited I've ever been for a game I I, I, like as a teenager I really loved Half-Life 1 I was part of the mapping community for Half-Life 1 I ran a fan site for Half-Life 1 interviewing other mod creators it was in some ways how I trained to do this job (laughs) and so when Half-Life 2 came out I'd been deferring every information about it every piece, drop of information about it for years, like it's it's leak and all this sort of stuff, all this drama that happened. Um, and it lived up to my expectations, I would say. Like for all, like in most instances where I'm hyped and excited for a game, it turns out like Black and White or Spore did. Um, Half-Life 2 didn't. I was super thrilled and super excited by, by it. Um, I still think it's great today. It's a good shooter, really interesting location in City 17. Funny writing, great gravity gun. Like, I don't think it's maybe held up as well as Half Life One has. Half Life One is maybe like dropped off more, um, and just in terms of how it's aged, because Half Life One is a much tighter, less ambitious experience. So, I'm gonna say today, 82.
1: Mm. I, when I played, I was visiting a friend at university i uh, just got off the train to his place, and he was really tired. So he went to bed and said, like, oh, I've got Half-Life 2 if you want to play it. I oh, do I ever. Just played it all night. It was useless the next day. Just battered on Half-Life. Lovely stuff. Uh, do you say 82, Graham? Yeah. Yeah, I concur.
2: I also am happy with 82.
1: One left. Are you ready? Cyberpunk
0: 2077. (laughs) Go on. So I think it's going to be very expensive, impressive visually open world game with a couple of interesting quests, and a lot of bland quests. I think people are going to love it. I think it's going to get a bunch of nines and tens and nineties. I think probably it's more likely to be deserving of an eight <laughs> uh, or an eighty. Uh, and since it's not out yet, it has that mysterious factor, which is like splits me either way because it's either like do you go conservative because it might turn out to be crap, or do you just enjoy the excitement of looking forward to a thing? Now I'm going to say seventy-eight. I think this is the score it should ultimately have.
1: Uh, and I'm not going to re- restrict anyone to f- moving things 5 in any direction here. This is Matthew, you can argue for anything. I mean, you
2: can't do a retro yikes because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> you can do a pre-yikes. <laughs> a pre-yikes. <laughs> no, I I don't feel I, sh- I should hit this with a pre-yikes. Plenty of people have. Um, the thing that sticks with me, I think it was actually from a PC Gamer preview, which was just someone who just described it as like, you know, Deus Ex made for a a billion dollars or something, you know. The the appeal the of wow.
0: the appeal that sounds of, good, uh,
2: yeah. The appeal of one of the, a game like that with that kind of freedom, but done on a city scale. I don't know, like, I'll be we'll know in about 12 hours' time. I think all people's hands on previews will pop up and we'll have some feeling for it. But the promise of that game is really exciting. Um, as I've said on this podcast before, um, I, I hope I can play a corporate chill um, because I don't particularly want to smash the system (laughs) Um, because I'm a terrible person Uh, that would be quite interesting to me if it let you do that Um, I think it will probably be very very good Um, let's give it an 85
1: when it comes to cyberpunk I'm hollow inside Uh, I'm sure it will be very good Um, maybe just the part of me that feels excitement about anything other than the dwarf fortress steam release uh it's just gone
0: i can't believe we didn't review dwarf fortress as one of the 100 games it's peak pc well, gaming you, but it's we, had to, we, had to, we
2: had to make space for 11 worms games
1: hang on i'm just <laughs> taking out a far cry and sticking in dwarf fortress at 100 okay cool yeah nice <laughs> um dump. uh oh what do i feel about cyberpunk yeah, it's not like I'm not impressed by it. There's just like an empty space where my feelings about it should be. I think when when enough is said about something, my brain just wants to say nothing. Um,
0: <laughs> well, you know what Ron and Keating said, you say it best when you say nothing at all.
1: And I'm, I'm going to Matthew it. Uh, I'm just going to let it stand equidistant between yours at 82. Uh, and oh what was the other massive one we mentioned a minute ago but haven't done Deus Ex let's replace a Far Cry with Deus Ex
0: (laughs) I like that you're keeping the Worms games in there but slowly replacing Far Cry games (laughs) Uh, the Worms games extremely fucking important thank you
1: Um, um, Deus Ex that was really good wasn't it
0: Um, Well, I don't actually like the first Deus Ex that much. I think it's really ropey. It's um, really hard to tell what the AI is going to respond to and what it's not as you're sneaking about. I would much prefer or would recommend first Deus Ex Human Revolution. Fair enough. So if you're going to say Deus Ex 1 is the game we're giving a score to, though, then I would say 69 the sex number.
1: The sex number. And what would you give the second one while we're here? Well,
0: day 6 2 was a big, big old pile of shit. It had some interesting writing in there, but it was broken as fuck. So, like, I don't know, 48. Oh. Human Revolution was the third one, to which I would give 86.
1: Okay, that's just made the list way more diverse. Um, Although it doesn't actually change anything because that was the same as Far Cry got. uh, (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, we've done it. We've reviewed PC gaming and it only took an hour and 40 in fairness. Um, A marathon still, but uh, a marathon that we finished sweating and it's time to be wrapped in those silver foil blankets while the referees work out how many miles we've run.
0: I am literally drenched in sweat because I can't open my window because the background noise will be bad on the pod, and so it is just suffocating in here during this heatwave.
1: Oh, God, it's literally like I've trapped you in a microwave. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> For two hours while we review PC games.
1: <laughs> well, the av- do you want to have a bet what the overall score was? <laughs> have a guess,
2: little guesser room. 61.
0: Are you going to say hi, or I'm going to say, like... Pfft,
1: 81. Uh, no, rounding up to the nearest one, it was 72.
2: Hmm. 72. Solid seven
1: out of ten. We did it. <laughs> it. Sounds fair. That is it. 72. PC gaming gets a 72 percent review. Get it to Metacritic. Shotgun. <laughs> there we go. I dare any any other site to to complete such a monumental exercise. <laughs>
0: I feel I feel like we've put a lot of conversations to rest here tonight, and listeners can finally rest easy that they don't need to worry about what the state of PC games are anymore. They don't need to even talk about it or think about it. We've just we've sorted it.
1: Yeah, we should probably shut down. Actually, just Close replace RPS with a Worms fan site. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just 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 point it towards the store page for Worms on Steam. <laughs> let, let people do the maths themselves. <laughs> Well, we're not going to do questions today because this is already a longer than normal podcast. If you do want to send questions in for a future episode, you can do so to podcast at rockpapershotgun.com or we do put questions out or like a call for questions out on Twitter where you can follow us at rockpapershot or on Facebook, which we are also facebook.com slash rockpapershot. You can also buy merch for Rock Paper Shotgun via Teespring. There'll be a link in the show notes, or you can find it at the top of rockpapershotgun.com, where all of our stuff appears. You can also see more of Matthew on the YouTube channel at slash rockpapershot. Also a link in the show notes if you don't want to type things into your URL bar, or you can join our Discord community. Link in the show notes. (laughs) I've been Graham Smith. Thank you for listening. Matthew, say goodbye. Goodbye. And Sid Meier, thank you for your games.
1: You're welcome. Enjoy our Civilization series. (laughs) Goodbye. Should you recommend signing
2: quickly? Oh, <laughs> Watch season three of Dark on Netflix.